0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you as a listener. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest serves as the Senior Vice President of Trade Show Operation, Director of Technology, and part owner of the multi-million dollar family-owned corporation, Bronner Brothers Inc. The annual Bronner Brothers Beauty Show is billed as the nation's largest trade show for multicultural beauty professionals and students. This year, the 74th annual Bronner Brothers International Beauty Show will be hosted exclusively online. Sunday, September 27th, and Monday, September 28th. So get your registration forms together. Bronner Brothers is not going anywhere. September 27th, September 28th, you can see the entire presentation online. Please welcome to the man who t- who's going to tell you the truth, because he is the truth. Please welcome to the Money Making Conversations, my man, James Bronner.
1: All right. Thank you for having me on, Rashawn. Glad to be here with you.
0: First of all, you know, we all know we're in the middle of a pandemic. And um, let's just let's have a serious conversation. I have a brother who uh, has uh, three barbershops and one beauty salon in the D.C., Maryland area. And so, okay. of course, you know, when the pandemic hit, impacted. And still, he's right. made many, many adjustments to try to reopen. And, of course, he's nowhere near where the business uh was prior to the pandemic you 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 are a voice you are a brand that uh that is uh kind of like a a voice of this industry tell us about the overall impact of what COVID has had on the beauty and barber industry for African Americans
1: it's had a a very uh, heavy impact uh, as you can imagine um I, I talked with one barber um not too long ago, and he yes, was sir. saying that he's had a shop for over 30 years, and it was just demoralizing to him because he said he's always worked, he has a strong work ethic, he's always gotten up early in the morning and worked uh, to late in the evening, and this is the first time since he's been a teenager that he was not able to use his God-given craft. And it, it just, he just said this was, I mean, it just had him literally in tears. He yes, didn't sir. know how to function. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, even he had clients cash app and the money just to stay afloat. But he said even at that, it just wasn't the same because he wasn't able to do anything. So it's, it's really been hard and it's going to be a long-term impact because uh, estimating at least 20% of these shops uh, will not be opening back up. So it is a a very difficult situation uh, for a lot of industries, but especially our industry. And it's the other unique thing about it is, is you're not able to actually uh, work six feet apart. So, you know, restaurants, you can keep your distance a little bit, but if you're doing someone's hair, whether it's barbering or cosmetology, you know, you have to be hands on with that. But we did produce videos to show them how to, to do that in the safest manner. The good thing is they, they did release a uh, a report last week. They had a, a two stylists working together that both tested positive. And they had a hundred and thirty something clients that they had done during that time when they were positive. But because they followed all of the precautions, uh, both sides wore the mask. Uh, there were not one of those hundred and thirty something clients that actually got the virus so that that was good news it, it relieved uh, the industry a little bit uh, seeing that case study.
0: Well you know it's really important that you say that so it means that I'm assuming that they wore masks and, yeah. and the yeah. customer wore a mask. Okay, that's right. And then, like my brother, he's like put like this is just him what he's done in DC. He's put like you know clear uh, shower curtains in between each station to try to get some semblance of uh, isolation. So you in conversation or whatever you wouldn't pass. Uh, He's done things on a reservation only basis. Uh, Yeah. Uh, not allowing multiple people in the studio at one time, and the reason we're saying that because according to the CDC, African Americans have been disproportionately impacted by COVID nineteen, and um, that's right. black barbers and uh, stylists make up account for ninety percent of your show, and which is generally yeah, about thirty thousand right. people attend your show. So, with that being said. What was When you when you, start, when you start as a business person, I'm just bringing on the show to talk about a business because we all had to pivot. You know what I'm saying, James? We all had to right. make the things go, well, I can't do it like that. Or you try to hold in and hope and pray that the situation gets better. When it right. started not to get better, what yeah. went through your team mind? And when did you start making the change? We, we have to go virtual team. We can't do this live.
1: Well, first of all, we were highly blessed to make it through our last show, which was uh, in February. Absolutely, because we were early February, at the early of this February, thing. early February. Yeah, week, that's right, right, early February. Mm-hmm. And we actually had about fifteen vendors that uh, had already paid that could not exhibit because. Uh, they were coming from China. So the, that was when the travel had just gotten blocked. Mm-hmm. And then we had others that were worried about being among them. So we were able to calm them down say, hey, the Chinese are not able to come in because of the travel ban. Mm-hmm. So they felt more comfortable coming in. So had it had it been two or three weeks later, it would have really impacted us uh, then. So from there, we, we kind of just looked at the data uh, from week to week and uh when we we saw it kind of going even through the the hotter weeks right. uh, we were really worried that it wouldn't go away like the president said when the heat came so right. we we looked at the data and 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 we we knew people had to make travel arrangements, so we said it we we would rather be on the front end of this thing, and if we go virtual, it's not something that we have done before it's going to take time to to make that pivot. And we had to uh renegotiate hotel contracts and the uh, conference center. So there were a lot of moving pieces involved. We have a lot of uh, partners who set up booths and do AV and all of that for us. So it wasn't just us, but it was a lot of partners, a lot of jobs on the line. So we, we looked at it and, and, and then we knew we were being uh, disproportionately affected. So we didn't want to be a guinea pig, mm-hmm. you know, for how, large, uh, conventions and gatherings, uh, handle this pandemic. So we made the decision for the long term that we want to keep our people safe. And, and we went ahead as, as early as possible and, and made that decision to go over to virtual. So we've been working on that now, uh, for probably six weeks. Right. And we will, we'll be open live for registration within the next week. Okay, so cool. We,
0: when you get that, yep. that that registration, please give me a banner so I can post it for you. Because that's how that's how we're going to win here, James. We have to win yeah. together. You know, we have to be yeah. able to network. We have to have understand that as a community. This is a community interview. Because of the yeah, fact that yeah. I know I have a brother who's involved, I'm African Americans. I know the African American. I know I have to mask up. I'm not listening right. to these people out here talking about not wearing a mask. You know, we are being mm-hmm. overtly affected. When the when the CDC that's came right. out in April, eight out of ten people who had coronavirus in Atlanta were African Americans. That's right. That's right. And that information is not being put out there, and so you have to deal with that juggle with with, with an audience that's being suffering financially. And yeah. then being misinformed and then yeah. I, I I love this quote that you i got I pulled off your website James I want to say that you said okay. barbers and stylists do more than cut and style our hair they are trusted advisors friends and entrepreneurs our extended family their shops also offer a safe haven and a hub for our community in the midst of this unpredictable pandemic they deserve our support wow
1: yes yes and along with that we started a our beauty uh, and barber relief fund. that so we did get with some of our partners and raise money for them, and those checks are going out now. So we had a lot of people to apply that would give them five hundred to a thousand dollars of extra stimulus. So that's another thing that we did beside the training video, uh, and we also began to try to help them source uh, this PPE material because that's that was another thing. Like when the the hand sanitizer ran out, you know how how you gonna Help your clients when you can't even sanitize your hands and right. sanitize their hands coming in. So we actually, uh, when this thing first hit, the other pivot we had to do, uh, you know, a lot of the, the the beauty and barber stores were closed. So our product sales dropped in half as a mm-hmm. company. So mm-hmm. you know, when we hire, we employ over a, a hundred people that are pretty much all african Americans, so that was another internal impact for the community Mm -hmm. so in order to keep those jobs going yeah we we looked at what we had and what we could do and we did have alcohol from some of our products like pump it up so we began to take those alcohol tanks and and went in the lab and and created hand sanitizer that was moisturizing and Mm -hmm. we Again, to send that out to the, the stylists and the barbers as well. Are you selling so that, that online,
0: James? Are you selling that yes, online? that's
1: it? Um, yes, yeah. You can get that at BrunnerBrothers.com as as well as the virtual show uh, as well. And that, okay. that product is called Germless. So we yeah we have uh, two versions. We have got a gel, and then uh, we also have a uh, a four X formula that has four functions. So. Because in the shops, they have to spray down not only to clean their hands, but they have to clean the equipment and the yes. chairs and the door handles. So they can spray the equipment and the mirrors and the chairs. So that's a spray formula. So that we've got we got two versions there.
0: Wow. Well, you know, you got to, you went to Georgia Tech. You know, scholarship you know, and yeah, a degree yeah. in engineering. My degree is in mathematics. So so you are Wonderful. in a path now. Beauty and barber, but you then you just spilled all that chemical that chemistry information in front of <laughs> just you know, just let me know I'm talking to an engineer here. That you <laughs> you know that knowledge, you know, I always tell people, man, you know, that, you know, you can always be on a journey. that's not saying that, you know, just do get 100 percent on any opportunity that's given to you. That's what I that's, that's, that's a right. firm Belief in my DNA, and when I when yeah. I looked through your resume, it was throughout the whole thing that you basically have been a serial entrepreneur since a young kid, and then to go to college and we all know Georgia Tech, you you best be on your on your best academic <laughs> behavior up at Georgia Tech. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> so, so talk
0: about that journey, and then then coming into the business, the Bronner Brother business, which has been around since what 1947.
1: That's correct. Hmm. Okay, so my father, he he, he
0: visionary was father, man, visionary so. father.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so he had a he had kind of a, a three prong priority system that he he ran his life by, and that was God first, family second, and business third. Mm-hmm. And that was very instrumental in our organization because he put his family above the business, and that made a difference in the longevity. Uh, when I counsel entrepreneurs sometimes, and they ask me about you know, how we did, you know, 70-something years. And, I, you know, I would tell them, if you want to have a, a successful business for, you know, 10 to 20 years and you need to have a great product or service, but if you want to go 50, 70, 100 years, you need a great and strong family because you're only going to be able to work it for so long. So if you want multi-generational, you, you do have to, to focus on that next generation and train them, and that was the mindset that my father was in, uh, I remember another entrepreneur asked him uh, when he was approaching 80, he was like, "You know what, what will happen to Brunner Brothers if you die one day?" And he thought about it. He said, "What do you mean? If?" And he said, "I'm going to die one day." So he understood that, mm-hmm. and he began to train us from an early age, and uh, we started in business actually. Uh, I started at five years old with a paper route, so he wanted us to, he didn't want us to just start in the office and skip a lot of the steps, started at five with a paper route before I knew even how to ride a bicycle. I had to walk it before school in the morning, then when we started in the company, he started it from the lowest levels, from sweeping the floors to putting stickers on the cap to filling jars. And he worked us all the way through. So I worked in accounting one summer, the lab one summer, shipping one summer, with the salesman one summer. So he gave us a, a range of experience throughout the business so we would understand uh, each department. We would appreciate the employees and, and, and really know what they're doing. So that was kind of our upbringing. He never gave us an allowance. So we had to earn everything. So So that gave us an appreciation for money. Um, he would teach us to to invest to that money to, to help it grow. So so that, that was kind of our upbringing, and that's, so that gave me a good work ethic in school. Uh, I went to um, Benjamin Elijah Mays uh, Middle School, right. I mean mm-hmm. high school rather, right. um, which is an all-black school here in Atlanta. So that work ethic from the business helped me to, to graduate as the top black male in my class. And that helped get me get a scholarship at Georgia Tech. And um, I was able to use that. Um, that degree was in computer engineering. So I brought that into the business.
0: Computer engineering. So you're going to brag even more, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> go, not just engineering, though, James, computer engineering. See, see, my degree yeah. in mathematics, I was in that engineering course, I'm going to tell you, James, but physics. Took me out though. (laughs) Physics took me out.
1: So if you ever see
0: me, you always say, "My boy, you couldn't handle that physics, huh?" I have to tell you, (laughs) I sure couldn't. All right, James. You know, you're talking about several weeks ago, about six weeks ago. You guys say, "Hey, we're gonna pivot. We're gonna go virtual." What was the early planning stages? Because virtual sounds simple. You still had exhibitors, right? And, And then you know, it's a lot going on. For for, for for this event to go online So the team Let's talk about that team chemistry You just have to pull together Because it's a difference In having a physical event You go Well the booth go there The booth go there People come through this door You buy the ticket So now you have to sell it A different way
1: That's right That's right So it's definitely been A learning experience And a, a, a shifting experience For the entire team um, because because computers and technology was my native field, it actually worked to my advantage. So I, we we bought the only show out there that had a a, a director that actually feel was in computers. So <laughs> God worked that out. Even though I didn't know you know why I was gonna need it in the future. Isn't that but
0: beautiful? I Isn't didn't that beautiful?
1: know such a time as this was coming. Mm. <laughs> mm. So so that that came in handy. So the first stage was really uh finding the the technology platform and partner that would be to support us in mm-hmm. the virtual world to try to mimic as close to possible the physical world. So the first thing I had to do was look at all of the platforms out there and like you find out the, the yeah, piece of technology. Stream,
0: and you go, all the bunch of technology, uh, stream y'all, yep, you have so Google. I went oh.
1: through probably 30 to 40 platforms okay. myself. And, mm-hmm. and then, because I had a vision of what I wanted, I didn't want them to just have an experience like Zoom, but I actually wanted them to have something that they hadn't seen before that was a more... 3D, because we're a visual industry. Right. So actually, so we're creating something that's going to look like the sim. So you'll have these little avatars. and uh, we, we even paid extra to have them, the, our skin tone so we could be reflected accurately and, and with clothes and everything. So we will be able to make it look like our people, mm-hmm. feel like our show mm-hmm. from our the building we're normally in. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to walk in with this little avatar. And then you'll be able to choose where you want to go, whether it be the exhibit hall, classes, uh, competitions, and 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 once you go in the exhibit hall, you'll have these three D booths represented from each exhibitor. You'll okay. see that. Hey, let, let's slow it
0: down, James. Let's slow it down. I want I want okay. to break it down because you know you know right, you, you right. know what you're doing. You know, and so the fun <laughs> part is let you tell everybody breaking it all down. So I can't let you just you know just slide through like you're talking to the staff, all of the experts. Okay. Right. <laughs> Got a lot of people on this call here, but don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, hey, James, you know here's the beauty. Of you know because I feel I, you know I, I've been, I've become since the money making Conversation I've become like a pandemic Expert and one of the okay. blessings Out of it for African Americans has been the use of technology Okay yeah. we have had To accept the responsibility Of educating ourselves And learning that this is a tool We probably should have been doing all alone And the reason, I, reason right. I say that Is that you know you've had two Physical events annually Ever since I've been knowing you now you got this virtual event. This almost feels like it's going to be two plus a virtual every year moving forward. Correct.
1: That's that's what we got to see. So we've because we've never done it. We're going to mm-hmm. see how this turns out. If it turns out really well and people want it. Yeah, we, we will add a virtual. Yep.
0: Yeah, because, you know, because now, you know, that could be like in, because in that shop. The reason I say that is that it may not be as massive as this, but, you know, that heavy shopping in that November, December time frame could be right. a beautiful thing. If this works out the way you're going to do it, because once the pandemic comes down, we're going to go back. To the physical yeah. exhibits. That's the beauty that's of going. Right, right. If you've never been to a Brother Brothers, that's the beauty of going to a Brother Brothers. Just going up and down the aisle and seeing this activity and that big old yeah. stage and all this stuff that's going on. But now we're going virtual. I went to the website and at the at the on the front of the uh, uh, there's a slider and I wrote down yeah. each one of the sliders that I want to talk about. And each one of these sliders said, "This is what's going to happen at this year's event." And the first slider okay. said, "Multi-state C." CEU credits, educate skills, and build your business. Tell us what that's all about.
1: So once you get a cosmetology license, you are required to get these continuing education hours in order to keep your license active. Mm -hmm. So, Different states have different regulations, so you'll be able to, with the virtual show, uh, take those classes that will give you credit to be able to keep your license active. So that's what those CEU classes are.
0: Yeah, my wife, she goes, she's an optometrist. And so she has okay. to go to the, she has to, I'm assuming this is exactly what, in order to keep her license, she has to go to these different seminars. And if you yep, and, and, exactly. and you have to get credit for it, or they'll take That's away right. your life is or suspend your your use. And so yeah, now, exactly. is this something that you've always done at the event? Or is this something that you're looking at it now is something you may offer in a virtual format in the future?
1: Yeah, we do have those classes at the physical shows, so we always have a certain selection because we don't want people to have to look and go somewhere else to try to find a college or something to go take them. So we make it convenient where you can get your continuing education credit classes there.
0: We know yeah. it was so, it was something I learned about, but uh, but that I didn't know. Really, the uh, uh, the the average uh, brother brother show is like what is it three days? All right. Okay, the first day is like education, right?
1: It, it focuses on
0: it, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and and that was something I didn't know. So really, when I I, I think that's a, that's important that people understand that the event is about education. It's also about the everybody the headlines get the hair show, the products, and all that. But there's a day that's dedicated right there to educate people, especially African Americans in the beauty and yeah. in, uh, in barber fields. I think can you take a moment and expound on that because I didn't know about that, and when I found out about it, I I, I just took a deep breath and go, wow, that's powerful.
1: And and that's something that uh we want people to you know, stay refreshed in the skills and that's true with almost with any field. So if you don't continually learn, you'll fall behind. So we focus on education so that um the stylists can take their careers to another level and then take their clients to another level. And and we do it holistically because sometimes our community, you know, they don't get the money training, the health training, the relationship training. So we don't just do hair, skin, and and, and nail classes. But we also, you know, teach you how to improve your credit and, you know, how to save and invest your money because we've seen so many... Throughout the years, stylists making, you know, six figures, but yet retiring without any savings. And, right. and that just breaks our heart. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we do uh, bring in financial teachers. Uh, we do teach them uh, legal things. We do teach them health things. Actually, uh, Dick Gregory, he used to come every year yes, and teach did. our health class. Mm-hmm. So, so we want it to be holistic, to just uplift the community. And, and, and also because, you know, they are the advisors to the community. So people come in and talk about health wise, what all they have going on. They talk about their relationships in the chair. One time I did a message called one swiveling pew. And I <laughs> talked about, they might not have a big church, but they got one pew with one person at a time That's that beautiful. swivels. So, so, so we want to educate them so they can go back and educate the community. And we have over a hundred classes per show.
0: Cool. Now it was something that really caught my eye. Oh, you said 300 companies was, uh, or up to 300 companies will still exhibit doing the virtual show. Is that correct?
1: Yes, and we're still working on those numbers, so it, it'll be anywhere from 150 to 300. Well, be well, in well that first of all,
0: station. if it's 150, it's still amazing. How does that yeah, work? Yeah. I, I wanted to bring it up. How does that work if a, a person listens to my show, the interview, because it's going to air prior to September 27 to 28, how could they mm-hmm. be a part of it, and how would it show virtually?
1: So everything will be at BrunnerBrothers.com, and and it'll show, basically, you will have this this 3D-looking booth where Mm -hmm. you'll be able to customize it with your company's graphics. And then you'll be able to have an online store built in, so we already have the credit card processing built into your booth. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to load your products in, put your show deals, and you'll be able to load your, your videos, your handouts and PDFs, so people will have these virtual swag bags. They can come by click on your information, see your video, see your, your, your handouts, see your show deals, purchase them right there, and you get the money in your bank. Now, if they want to talk to you, then they will be to click one of three things at your booth. They'll be to the click on do a video chat with you, and, and you'll be right there at your home office, or and, and they'll be to the video talk with your salespeople, or they'll be able to do audio or text. So those are the three ways you'll be to communicate wow. from exhibitor to consumer.
0: That's beautiful. Now, I got to go to the big the big showstopper here. The world <laughs> famous hair battles.
1: <laughs> always yeah, had the yeah. biggest
0: crowds. always had the biggest crowds that's at the right, Bronx Brothers. Right. Now, now <laughs> I knew if you go virtual, you had to come with the hair battle. Tell everybody that's it's going right, to right. be live. It's going to be live. <laughs> Tell everybody how you're breaking that down, James. Come on now,
1: get us excited. All right, so, so the hair battle it it involves a lot of props and a lot of things. So we're we're actually not going to be able to do what we normally do. So what we're going to do is is go back through the last. Ten years and of hair battles and we're gonna pull out those most awe inspiring presentations. And we're gonna put all of those together as like the best of the best. Mm -hmm. So you might have missed years and you'll be able to we're gonna go back and put those into one streaming hair battle, a best of the best series. Are you gonna have a host? Um, well, they had a lot of them had built-in hosts, so we'll we'll use those hosts. Uh, like Tamar Braxton hosted one of the last ones, so it, they they had different hosts. So we'll incorporate some of that into each one. Come on, you gotta you yeah. gotta
0: have a host, though. It's like it's like just <laughs> a just a, a energized person right there, just talking about if you miss this hair. Tamar, tell them yeah. what they missed. Come on, Tamar, tell them what they, you gotta have that. Because let me just tell you something, man: the All hair right. battle. The hair yeah. battle is the is the bomb of the show, you know. That's talk, right, that's and right. so but you I know what you 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 just said see a technical guy just spoke there, okay, James. That's now, right. <laughs> now this is an energized creative guy talking to you. <laughs> Everything all you right, said I'm gonna, gonna work. Down. Everything you said gonna work. But you gotta have that 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 one little spark plug. They gonna bring them uh, all, all right. in. Are y'all ready? Come on, come on. Are y'all ready for the show? Are y'all ready for the show? We gonna take you to the north. We gonna take you to the east. We gonna, gonna take you to the south. We gonna take you everything. But right here, that's all I'm asking. Everything you said right, is beautiful. I just wrote
1: that down. Just, just put a host there all Put right. a fantastic
0: <laughs> host just to just can keep everybody energized and give those little nuggets when they come back. To him, he going to throw him to the or She will throw him to the next location Now, I, right. I, I got excited because I got to go to the next category Be entertained okay. With comedy and music
1: Yep, so we're gonna have live G- DJ and, 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 and that's where you, that's also where your comedic host will come in. That's Woo! right. That's right. So we're gonna, see, 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 like see, said, we was are
0: going like you we're hey, we <laughs> on the same page. We're on the same page. We're on the
1: same page. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
1: you know, think about it. You, you beat me to it. On, you me to it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it, Jay. You know, I I love your brand. You know, I love your brother. You know, we do. We always run into Vegas somewhere. We are gonna run into each other. Yep. And uh <laughs> and we've Always wanted to say we're gonna do business one day together, and we and okay. I and I want to just say I'm, I'm, I'm launching a new platform called HBCU Awards. I'm okay. recognizing okay. the, the uh, HBCUs for the academics, but uh-huh. I'm also recognizing what I consider the community pillars: churches, okay. barbers, and beauty salons. And um, and because like as you stated That's why I was so moved by your statement Because you and people ask me why are you doing that Rich? I said because people don't really understand The value appreciate the values What black barber and beauty salons do To the community and how All they right. Affect the community and how they will Always be staples of the community I don't care if they move if they're in a white neighborhood If black people are in that neighborhood in that barbershop, right. talking and communicating. And so, That's I'm going right. to keep you. Once I I, I I finish my website, I'm going to send it to you. And, I, okay. and somehow, I okay. want us to start, uh, uh, start shaking, sh- shaking each other's hands because what you do and what I've done with the neighborhood awards and what I'm about to yeah. do with the HBCU awards, I feel go hand in hand. And with this pandemic, we're going to win. Working together. I'm just talking about you. and I'm talking about black people in general. We have to learn to uh, uh, be able to work together. And technology Uh is that key. Technology is that key. But James, I just wanted to bring you on the show, man. I hope you had a good time, man, uh, talking about this, man, you know, because uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of your brand. And uh, everybody, September 27th, September 28th, virtual. You know, you got to give me some banners. You got to give me some videos so I can start promoting your brand, James. Okay.
1: All right, now I hear you're snazzy dresser too, man. So we're gonna we're gonna
0: miss to see them outfits at the, at the <laughs> no, live don't, show. Don't, don't don't worry about that. Now, now, if you need a host, now, I got you now. All right, I got I, you. I got you. Got but be got safe. The energy. Be safe now. I appreciate you, my friend. All right, you too. Much love to you. Bye bye. All right, you. 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 bye right, bye. If you want to hear more interviews or any interview about money making conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.